This is a special presentation of Answers for Elders with Carriage. Welcome back to the program, everyone. I am here with Mr. Greg Mundell from Carriage. Carriage is a company here in Greater Puget Sound that owns um, several uh, retirement living slash skilled care facilities um, in Bellevue and down by JBLM Joint Base Lewis McCord and Greg specifically comes from Patriots Landing. And Greg, welcome to the program. Thank you. You know, Patriots Landing, obviously, you are a um, company that is definitely in Patriots Glen, your other um, uh, assisted living um, property. You guys really do a lot to support the veterans. Um, But you have other types of residents, obviously, that are looking to make a transition from living independently to moving into assisted living. There's a lot of families out there right now that are thinking, okay, we have to make this step. This is, I know that June is the busiest month in retirement living. I've known that notoriously, you know, families come in when school's out and when summer hits and you're, it's time to make that shift. Well, it's a huge shift. Um, And Greg, I love that you're going to be talking about how to make that shift easy. So welcome. Well, thank you. So Greg, tell me a little bit about, you know, what's your, what's your procedure when somebody comes from their home and they move into assisted living, what's the most uh, biggest concerns that families have? Usually the biggest concern is the amount of care that their loved one will need Mm -hmm. or the resident themselves. Right. uh, Because sometimes they're doing this of their own volition. That's seeing, you're having more seeing and more, that often. more and more now, aren't you? They've got these plans. They're they're enacting that plan, so it really starts well before that they come in. Sure, we have a director of nursing who, if it looks like they're going to need assisted living care, will mm-hmm. go and assess to make sure that it's appropriate that we can actually cater to those needs, mm-hmm. um, and then to actually fine tune what those needs are. Then they meet with a marketer who gets some of their social information, um, gets the transition in as far as on paperwork, right? Uh, licensure with the state. And then finally, uh, as a social worker at the, at the facility I work, uh, I set up um, a care plan and then fine-tune what the care will be and assist with going forward uh, that sure. transition. Sure. So, you know, I love that seniors are getting more involved in the transition, but I also know there's a lot of families out there that are frustrated because mom or dad may not be all on board, and this is kind of being forced on them. It's a huge emotional change. Right. Um, it, you know, I, I always, it's, it's amazing. After about 30 days, they've adjusted, you know, and usually. But there's this, there's this period of how do you leave your home that you've probably lived in for 50, 60 years in some cases? I mean, we do our Answers for Elders Academies out there, right. and we do a survey just last week. We asked people, how many do you live in your home, own home? And, of course, people raise their hands if they live in their own home. And how many have lived there 10, 15, 20, 30? I mean, we had people 55, 65 years they've been in their house. So you can only imagine that to make that kind of change from home to assisted living, you know, what kind of tips do you have for people that are making that 
change? You know, that the timing of the change is is a big piece for me. A lot of times we'll see a change, like you said, after everybody gets together at the right. holidays or the summertime. Right. Um, but it's usually following maybe the loss of a spouse right. after an illness, uh, times when they've already got their plates full. So something I encourage people to do in the community, people I talk to, is start having these conversations well before that. Amen. Don't wait till that because it's already hard on them. Now we're moving them in and wondering why they're resistant. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it, it's always, it's absolutely the truth. It's it's about planting the seeds earlier. Um, it's about honoring them. Right. And, and, you know, I always say, you are doing your parent a disservice by not bringing up the difficult conversations early before they don't have a chance to be a part of those conversations. Yes, exactly. And, and like, you know, like what you're saying is, is to start, you know, you're starting to see seniors take those issues into their own hands, but not always, not all, you know, families, they don't want to talk about the elephant in the room that, you know, mom needs help or dad needs help or different, you know, scenarios like that. So, you know, ways to bring up the conversation is, of course, mom, I can, I'm concerned about you. Um, you know, and, and about that, you know, come from a position of caring. I'm concerned that you need more help than what you're able to do in the house. Right. So you, of course, always have the emergent situation, somebody who is not able to make the decisions sure. for themselves. But as a whole, the people where these conversations should be happening, mm-hmm. we talk uh, around them. We talk at them. Mm-hmm. So these conversations should be including them, respecting their choices, expressing your concerns, mm-hmm. of course. Yeah. But the the thing that I tell uh, residents who move in or that are, are questioning, keep an open mind. Um, this is a time to reinvent yourself. Sure. This is fantastic. It's almost like going to a new school or your first day on a new job. You can be whoever you... So it's it's their, the chance to do this reinvent the reinventing of self. Absolutely. Yeah. And Greg, that is such a huge piece. And by the way, we are talking to Mr. Greg Mundell from Carriage, and we are talking about how to make that transition into assisted living. And as their family members, I was an adult child um, of my mom, and I moved her into assisted living um, after she'd been um, released from a rehab facility. So obviously she came that way. Right. Um, it was hard. It was very hard. And not only for my mom, uh, my mom had to make a move out of her hometown because she had to move near me. So um, she had a double, she had a double hard. And I remember like, what could I do to make her time um, precious? And of course, one of the stupid things I did, <laughs> stupid, and now I look back at it, is I decided I got this big idea that I'm going to go out and buy my mom all new furniture, which was really stupid <laughs> because it wasn't home to her. Right, right. You know, she wanted her old, you know, she wanted her um, bedspread. She wanted her, you know, her her own chair. She wanted the things that made her feel comfortable. So I think one of the things that, um, you know, I'm sure I'd love to talk about with you is, you know, what kinds of things can families do to support their parents besides keeping it as familiar as possible. Really, I, I think what you just, you you hit the nail on the head. Uh, we have people that think they're doing the best thing they can. We're going <laughs> to fresh everything. We're starting over because it's what they would want. We're mm-hmm. younger. We have time to build these up. Sure. But these were their memories. Right. So, so something I encourage people to do is 
keep it as familiar as possible. We're changing their whole life. So if we can keep their apartment that they're moving into familiar, gosh, it's going to help with that transition so much, so much more. It's going to make it more smooth. And the beauty of assisted living is, is that your senior loved ones will have their own apartment. It's not like you're having to share a room, like you're giving a vision of a nursing uh, facility. Uh, assisted living is really, you have the ability to live on your own with just a little bit of assistance. Maybe you need assistance with bathing or dressing. Um, you know, your parent might need a little bit of assistance with medications and making sure that those are, you know, um, monitored correctly and that they don't double take a pill or forget a pill or something like that. So it gives your parent an ability to really live as independently as possible with a lot of support. And that's the beauty of it. And the other great thing about assisted living, which I love about, is the social side. Um, If your parent has mobility issues, if they have, you know, any sort of um, issues that they're living alone, um, a lot of times they get depressed, they isolate, and pretty much their only... um, you know, a company is a TV set and that's not where you want to go with your loved one because it can contribute to dementia, Alzheimer's, things like that, the, you know, the escalation of those types of things. So assisted living is a wonderful, wonderful tool if you, you know, if you find it's a good fit for your parent to keep them active. Well, and and you say a good fit. There are so many avenues, so many activities, uh, different facilities offer different activities. But I have people that come to me and say, I don't like people. I don't want to be around people. And (laughs) And that's fine too. And that is fine. And there are people that prefer time to themselves. But I start to see them work their way in. And they may be with a, a small, quiet group that they spend time with. But, you know, those are a few more people than they had been around. Yes. And it's, it's really neat to see. And and obviously you you encourage people to um, come and visit before they even move in and have lunch or yes. things like that. You know, I would I would even say a lot of facilities will, and, and where I work, will encourage a meal. But ask to join in with an activity. Uh, look at that. That's a great idea. Um, do a scheduled tour. That's great. But do an activity because you're going to see that the real atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and I think that's just something. Um, and, and try several. And try different times. Uh, if you're well ahead of time, come at different sure. times of the year. Sure. And I know, too, um, a lot of facilities, I don't know if you guys do it, but sometimes there's an opportunity to uh, do what's called respite care, where right. you could actually go live for, you know, a week or two weeks after, you know, maybe your parent has had surgery or they've had a bad fall or something like that. So you can just kind of get a taste of what it's like. And we do. We offer a respite care at Patriots Landing. We do also a lot of facilities will, um, they'll provide a uh, temporary stay room. So uh-huh. it's a trial room. Yes. So you're not even there on services, even respite care. I love You are that. there on your own terms, and you're getting to be uh, just involving yourself at your own rate to mm-hmm. see, is this for me? Yeah. And I, I think that's great. And, and you know, that's, that works both ways because obviously you want your, your residents to all fit together. Right. And if there isn't a fit, nobody's happy, and, uh, and, and that includes the family. So having that ability to make choices is so incredibly huge. Yes. And and I would I would say with that being said, don't make too many choices for your family or, or as a family for your right. loved one. I see that frequently. We're helpful. We're so helpful, but then we're so overly involved that we take it over. That we take and they don't get involved <laughs> with their new facility. Well, it's interesting. I got when I put my mom in assisted living. I felt like I had to go every day. <laughs> I they told me go home. 
Put your feet up. You've done enough of your own and, care. Yeah. You know, I it was hard, but they told me that. So, Greg, how do we reach you? You can reach me at Patriots Landing at 253-964-4900. Just ask for Greg Mundell. Great. Hey, Greg, thanks so much for being on the program. Thank you. This has been a special presentation of Answers for Elders with Carriage. For more information for Carriage, go to carriage.com. That's C-A-R-E-A-G-E dot com. It's time to rethink, renew, and reimagine retirement. Hey, everybody. Jared Sebesta here, host of Retire Repurposed. Now, this podcast is about the non-financial parts of retirement, which many times can be even more challenging than the financial. We believe retirement is not the end, rather the beginning of what could be the most impactful, purposeful, and fulfilling season of a person's life. So don't retire. Become repurposed. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.